Soft shoulder 
I saw the light I'm turning back away From all that trouble Smooth road Smooth road No detour listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazzradiowetf.org. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. Today we're going to be focusing on a couple of months, actually, in the history of the Woody Herman orchestras. He had uh, bands that uh, came to be known as Herds, and the Herd that we're going to be hearing is the second Herd. Actually, it's Herd 2.0, we'd have to call it, because a lot of the original members had left by the middle part of 1949, and we're picking up the story in, primarily in the summer of 1949. It was also known as the Four Brothers Band due to its hit recording of Jimmy Jufre's Four Brothers, uh, which featured four saxophones, Serge Chaloff on baritone sax, Zoot Sims, Herbie Stewart, and uh, Stan Getz on tenors. By the point where we're uh, going to be picking up the story, uh, only Serge Chaloff was left. The other three players, the three tenors, had left and had been replaced by three other brothers, if you will, one of whom was Jimmy Jufre, uh, and another of whom was the great Gene Ammons, African-American tenor sax player who by 1949 had uh, had a couple of hit records including I Can't Give You, or rather Pennies from Heaven, which we're going to hear a big band version of a little bit later. Uh, he also had co-led and was to co-lead a band with Sonny Stitt that was more on the bebop side, but here he was one of the primary soloists of this group. So we started out with a tune called More Moon, which uh, was something that uh, Shorty Rogers, the trumpet player, had arranged uh, and featured Gene Ammons. It was based on the tune How High the Moon, which was, of course, a bebop anthem uh, and uh, was better known as its um, from its version uh, by Charlie Parker and little Benny Harris called Ornithology. But uh, this is a very different take on it with some very progressive big band sounds. 1949, Woody Herman was kind of at the cutting edge of, of of, of big band uh, innovation, I guess you'd have to say. The big bands had kind of died by the late 1940s, but he was very gamely keeping things going. And he kept this band going until November of 1949, when he finally had to face the inevitable and threw in the towel. Uh, he put a band together, a third herd, about a year later, and we'll be picking up that story on another podcast. So in this band, which was recording for Capitol in 1949, we have Stan Fischelson, Al Pacino, Ernie Royal, Charlie Wallop, 
or a walp, rather, and Shorty Rogers on trumpets. I think for the most part, it's Ernie Royal playing the high-note flashy trumpet solos, and uh, the bebop-style uh, solos, anyway. We have on trombone Bill Harris, Earl Swope, and Ollie Wilson on uh, in that section. And Bill Harris, I believe, was the soloist on More Moon. He had been a long-time Woody Herman sideman through several versions of several herds, and uh, was really a key voice in the band. We have Bart Barcelona on bass trombone as well. Woody Herman, of course, on clarinet and alto sax, and he uh, was a much better player than his reputation would suggest. He uh, is usually thought of as a band leader and, and so forth, but as we will hear, some of the clarinet solos, and especially some of the alto solos, are really quite good in the style. In the tenor set, actually we have Sam Marowitz playing lead alto on here, and the three uh, brothers, the tenor brothers, are Gene Ammons, Buddy Savitt, and Jimmy Jufre, with Serge Chaloff remaining from the earlier band of baritone sax, Terry Gibbs, who got some good solo innings on More Moon on vibraphone, Lou Levy on piano, Oscar Pettiford on bass, Shelley Mann on drums, and on the second tune we heard, Detour Ahead, Marianne McCall was the singer, and we're going to hear a Woody Herman vocal coming up as well. So those two tunes, as I said, were for Capitol. The first one on May 26th of 1949, the second one on July 14th of 1949. And we're going to be seesawing back and forth between those Capitol uh, studio sessions and some live dates that were made in California at exactly the same time. Uh, they had a, a regular gig or engagement at the Rendezvous Ballroom. Uh, and uh, we also have a couple of tunes from the Shrine Auditorium, all from July and August of 1949. Uh, so the second tune or we're going to hear, we're going to pick up rather, is uh, Not Really the Blues, a Johnny Mandel tune that was recorded for Capitol. Uh, then we're going to follow that up with another particularly interesting tune that doesn't get a lot of uh, recognition. It's called Rhapsody in Wood, and this is a feature for the clarinet playing of Woody Herman. He was a better-than-average clarinet player. Uh, this is a tune by Ralph Burns, who had played piano and done a lot of arranging for the earlier herds. Uh, on... Um, not uh, really the blues. We're going to hear some more Gene Ammons and Bill Harris. And uh, as I said, of course, on Rhapsody and Wood, it's mostly Woody Herman all through there. Then we're going to go to one of those live dates uh, that uh, was done on the West Coast, and we're going to hear three tunes. We're going to hear Lemon Drop, I've Got News For You, and Keen and Peachy. Lemon Drop was a George Wallington tune. Uh, I've Got News For You is a blues performance that features Woody Herman's vocals. He actually tried to market himself after he disbanded this band as a pop singer, and he was a better-than-average pop singer. His uh, singing and playing career had gone back to the mid-30s where he was with Isham Jones's band, but... Um, we're going to also hear a little bit of Nat King Cole coming in at the end of that, where they mess up the ending and very good-naturedly laugh it off. Nat King Cole was uh, touring with his trio with the Herman Band at the time. And then Keenan Peachy was a, a co-composition between Ralph Burns and Shorty Rogers. We're going to hear some good solos all around for that. So that's our set coming up. Not really the blues and Rhapsody in Wood from the Capitol Sessions. And then from the live sessions in July of 1949, Lemon Drop. I've got news for you and Keen and Peachy.
told me you'd be late Cause you took the wrong express And then you walked in smiling With your lipstick all a mess I've got news for you Baby, your story don't ring true And I've got news for you You said before we met That your life was awful tame But I took you to a nightclub And the whole band knew your name Ooh, I've got news for you If you think that jive will do Baby, I've got news Thank <laughs> you. 
Very exciting, Woody Herman, second heard in 1949, and we heard the first two tunes from their capital dates. Uh, we started out with Not Really the Blues, and then Rhapsody in Wood. Rhapsody in Wood was, of course, mostly a feature for Woody Herman. It was a Ralph Burns tune and arrangement, showed off his really lovely sound and better-than-average technique. As I said, he was not given credit as being a great jazz player, but periodically through his career, he would really settle in and do a, a jazz album featuring himself. And on alto sax, which we're not going to hear today, he was uh, really a, a, a Johnny Hodges follower and there weren't many players, black or white, who could imitate Johnny Hodges without sounding like a, 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 a poor imitation, but Herman really had that style down. He's never been given credit for that. But the first tune that we heard was Not Really the Blues, and uh, that was, I said, was a Johnny Mandel tune and arrangement that featured Gene Ammons quite a bit on tenor sax, and we heard a lot of him in this set. Uh, on trombone, we actually heard Earl Swope. I gave Bill Harris credit. At this point, Bill Harris was really a, more of a, a ballad player in the Woody Herman band, and the jazz solos were given over to Earl Swope, and so we may have heard him on the first couple of tunes as well. Then we went over to those live dates in the summer of 1949. We started uh, with Lemon Drop, which was a good up-tempo jazz feature for a lot of members in the band, including a vocal trio that sounds like Lambert Hendricks and Ross, but was in fact Rogers, Gibbs, and Herman. Uh, Shorty Rogers, Terry Gibbs, and Woody Herman doing some very intricate vocal parts in there, a vocalese solo on that tune. We heard in solo Serge Chaloff on baritone sax, along with Earl Swope on trombone, Ernie Royal, who takes, I think, all the trumpet solos uh, for this program, Terry Gibbs on vibraphone, Gene Ammons comes in on tenor sax, battling with Buddy Savitt on tenor sax. Ammons had the lighter sound, uh, and they mixed it up in, in trades and so forth and did a nifty little ending in harmony together uh, to close out that solo section. Then we heard uh, I've Got News for You, which was a very entertaining little piece uh, that has uh, a blues vocal chorus by Woody Herman that then trades with Nat King Cole. They, vocally, they were very similar, especially with the radio recording quality here, and sometimes it's a little hard to distinguish between the two, and then they come in and finish it off at the end of that in a very good-natured way. And again, some more Earl Swope and Ernie Royal on that uh, Shorty Rogers arrangement, which features the saxophone section doing a very intricate solo. 
Holy. And then we finished up with Keen and Peachy, uh, a tune co-composed by Shorty Rogers and Ralph Burns and arranged by them. And we heard uh, lots of saxophones. We started out with Gene Ammons on tenor and gave way to Jimmy Jufre, who got the fewest number of solos with this band, but uh, had a similar sort of Lester Young-influenced style. Earl Swope again on trombone, some excellent baritone sax by Chaloff. Buddy Savitt came in and played tenor after that. He had the heavier sound of the three. Herman took a particularly nice clarinet solo and then finished up with some high notes by Ernie Royal. So we're going to keep going with some of those um, live uh, recordings from the West Coast. We're going to hear a tune called Man, Don't Be Ridiculous, another Shorty Rogers tune, this time a feature for Serge Chaloff, who uh, spent quite a bit of time with Woody Herman despite his personal issues and drug issues and so forth. Herman finally had to get rid of him at some point, and the story goes he was planning to get rid of him uh, on a gig near where I am making this broadcast at... a ballroom on the Charles River in Dedham and uh, Mosley's on the Charles and uh, he had made plans and he called Chaloff over and said you're going to be gone after this gig and good luck to you and Chaloff said uh, who are you going to get to play for me and he said I don't know yet and he said what is he going to play he said what do you mean he said look out on the water what do you see and Herman said I see a lot of trash and he said that's your baritone sax book and I'm the only one who knows it so that ensured Chaloff to uh, have employment for another few weeks after that. Anyway, that will be his solo on Don't Be Ridiculous. Then we're going to go to a tune called That's Right, which had been in the book for a little bit, uh, and was a tune by uh, Conti Candoli, along with Frank Socolow and Chubby Jackson. That had gone back to one of the earlier herds. I'll tell you about that when the time comes. Then, going back to the uh, capital dates, we're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear The Great Lie and Lollipop. Uh, both of those tunes are, are uh, out-and-out jazz tunes. The Great Lie was partly a, a Cab Calloway tune done with his uh, one of his uh, compatriots, Andy Gibson. So that's our set for this uh, next set coming up. Man, Don't Be Ridiculous, That's Right, Great Lie, and Lollipop. We'd like to do a tune that was written especially for Serge Shallow by Shorty Rogers. It's called... Man, don't be ridiculous from the picture frame. We'd like to do it now, all right? See,
intricate, effective playing, but forceful and, and energetic as well. This was a really good band that unfortunately just hit the scene when there was no scene anymore, and uh, it was too expensive to keep a big band on the road. Although, as I said, Woody Herman brought other bands to the fore, the Third Herd, and then the Young Herds, and so forth, in the 1960s. He actually toured up until his death in the 1980s, largely because he was so behind in tax payments. His manager had uh, not done well by him, and he had to keep touring, but he always had fantastic bands. So we started out with uh, Man, Don't Be Ridiculous, a Shorty Rogers tune featuring some of the best Serge Chaloff on record. He was a tremendous baritone saxophonist who unfortunately was defeated by his own addictions and so forth. Um, although some great recordings, a very early podcast I did is devoted to his recordings with a lot of his Boston uh, mates. Then we went on to uh, That's Right, a particularly fiery version of that tune by Ralph Burns and, or no, excuse me, by Conti Condoli. Uh, 
actually, I think in this case it was Pete Candoli and Frank Socolow and Chubby Jackson from an earlier version of The Herd, and that was uh, a feature for a lot of fellows in the band. Terry Gibbs on vibraphone at the beginning and end, uh, Buddy Savitt takes the first tenor solo, Chaloff takes the baritone sax solo at the beginning, I think he comes back later as well, Lou Levy gets his piano uh, innings on this one, Earl Swope on trombone, and then a trumpet battle between Shorty Rogers and Ernie Royal. Then we went on to The Great Lie, a, uh, an interesting tune uh, that um, was, uh, I said, a Cab Calloway tune. A big feature for Terry Gibbs on vibraphone and Gene Ammons on uh, tenor sax. And then we finished up with that tune, Lollipop. A uh, little bit of an earlier type of tune, but uh, a great feature for, among others, Chaloff on baritone sax and uh, a trombone battle. In this case, I believe it was between Earl Swope and Bill Harris. And that was a Shorty Rogers and Terry Gibbs uh, composition and arrangement. We heard another version of the vocal trio with Terry Gibbs, Shorty Rogers, and Woody Herman. So thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed this version of the Woody Herman Heard. We have two more live recordings for you coming up. Uh, but before we tell you about that, I will tell you about us. We are the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. We are here together on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazzradio, wetf.org. We're going to finish up with two uh, of the live tunes uh, by this particular version of The Herd, the second Herd, I may have said third. Pennies from Heaven, which, as I said, was a big feature for Gene Ammons. He had a hit record of this, and uh, it was adapted for the big band. Beautiful playing there. And then we're going to hear the iconic Four Brothers, from which this band had its name, even though three of the brother, original brothers weren't there. And we're going to hear, in order of appearance on this, Jimmy Jufre, the composer on the tenor, first solo on tenor, Chaloff on baritone, Gene Ammons on the second tenor, and Buddy Savitt on the third tenor, along with some very nice clarinet, brief as it is, by Woody Herman. So so thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed this, and tune in again next week. If I may, I'd like to officially introduce a recent addition to the herd, a young man whom we're very proud to have with us, Mr. Gene Ammons and his idea of pennies from heaven. Gene? Thank <laughs> you.